You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Hell yeah, we need to chug that bottle. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. All right, everyone. So Bree and I are coming off a crazy weekend. I mean, uh, we're just going to still keep going. I mean, geez. us Bellas, we don't drink for a few weeks and we're just few making weeks. up for it all. I didn't drink for a month. And uh, now I did it all in one week. But we met me. someone super incredible that we're going to get into. And we have to pop open one of his champagnes. Watch where that's going. JCB, I got to hold on it. Jean-Charles Bose. I hope I said his last name right. From Burgundy, France, who is also in Napa Valley. He's iconic. He's amazing. We're going to get into it. But we I'm had to open up today's here. episode with one of his new brutes. Look at I feel like, you know, all the words describe me, sensual, Let's say the year. serious passion. Um, the vintage is 2014. Let's, Let's do it. Brute passion. The one thing that we love about him is that woo, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay are big in Burgundy. So what he did is he wanted to make his champagne from those grapes. So um, the champagne we're drinking is from a Chardonnay and well, Pinot Noir. And Brie and I, so we met. JC this past week and we did his podcast. And so Robert Mondavi was one of the first that came into Napa Valley and changed the game, made it 
what it is today with tourism and people coming and visiting and making it an inviting place, a place that people should come and wine taste and make it fun and exciting. And I think since Mindavi, JCB has been the next one who has kept that tradition going. And what's amazing is he has bought a lot of the places in Napa Valley that are historic and he preserves it and he keeps it what it is, which I appreciate so much. I mean, he's from France, from Burgundy, also lives in Paris and has a home in Napa Valley, but he makes incredible champagne and wine, but it's his aura and personality, his charisma. He lights up a room and you know, you are going to have a good time, but what he's done here in Napa Valley has been so incredible. So for us locals and beyond, we all are so appreciative of him. But I have to say, when we met him, I go, this, this is our triplet. He's meant to be a trio with Bree and I, I'm now massively obsessed with him, (laughs) his personality, how I've used life, all his favorite spots in Paris. I'm like, are you sure you're not my twin sister? Well, (laughs) Well, twin brother, I mean. Yeah. So amazing. And he has twin daughters, which is kind of crazy. But it started, well, I would say a sister Sunday weekend that turned into a sibling. Someone told me it should be sibling Sunday because JJ was there. Oh, a sibling cute. weekend. Our brother came in Thursday. So before he came in, we first met with JC. And it just started the weekend off so amazing. Right. It, it did. You know, it was fun. Our brother came here to Napa Valley. And we were like, you know what? We need to show JJ how we wine taste here. So we did it. You guys, it was amazing. So we went to Foss one day and we saw this artist. He's a famous artist. He's from the UK, but he lives in Brooklyn. He was doing live painting. So he was just painting this gorgeous piece of art as we're like sipping on wine with beautiful weather. I'm like, this is why we live in wine country. But we did it. We we had some fun, as you know. Nicole and I were super strict for the Royal Rumble. We were good girls. And then this weekend we went. Well, but wait, let's take it back. We were absolutely amazing, healthy, strict, no alcohol going into the Royal Rumble. We land Sunday from the Royal Rumble. We started to do our cheat meal. I went to my favorite spots, was getting my pastries, but it was morning till night craziness with our families, with the kids. And it was crazy till Thursday that we had to go straight and meet JCB. But then what a way to let loose for a very long weekend, you know, starting off with JCB and then, oh, vacation, JJ. My brother is just I mean, I am always like, how where does all this energy come from? And I feel like I have a lot of energy, but he beats me. He beyond beats you. No one has energy like JJ. It's pretty wild, but it was a lot of fun. I have to say, Bree and I have been craving to go wine tasting in this gorgeous weather that we're just being spoiled with right now in Northern California. And I was like, yes, I needed it. But did you sweat every night when you slept? No, I didn't drink that much. Okay. I didn't drink that much. Oh, yeah. But my body with you that. You got the alcohol and sweat. I told myself, <laughs> just eat from 10 to 6 p.m. But there was no control in that eating. I went wild. I felt bad for my body at night. I think every night I was asleep at like 8 or 8, 15 p.m. No, and this is the funny thing. I'm just going to tell everyone because I'm sure everyone's guilty of this. Then, Nicole, I'd get the text messages. You know, when you're like coming off drinking and you get that all the <laughs> guilt and you're like, want to change your life and. Not guilt. You're just like, I'm over this. I'm never drinking again. Oh, she I would wake up in the morning to these text messages. I'm like, oh, okay. someone was like, you know, you were guilty of it, too. No, I never text you. You canceled Sister Sunday and then put it back on as I'm walking back home with my family. And you're like, so should we do Sister Sunday? I'm like, oh, my gosh, you canceled it yesterday because (sighs) you I've been drinking for the weekend. This is so much. Okay, so I didn't text you it. I actually just did it. I well, you didn't text me it. because you're right next to me. So you just told me. Instead. Okay, so I'm guilty of it too. I got that little guilt alcohol yeah. sash where I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And then, yeah, I called the sitter the next day. I'm like, wait, can you still come? Yeah. <laughs> can you be here in an hour? I'll pay you double. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yes. Can we just say though? But wait, we got to talk about our halftime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl, you have fun. So sometimes when you wine taste, what Brie and I always suggest is that you have to have a place in between wine tasting where you could get food and you could get a hard alcoholic drink or a virgin, but where you or water wine or, or a hard, that's hydrate. what I mean, or a virgin of something. So there's this place called Brasswood. So that's close to the area when you're like leaving St. Helena before Calistoga. That's the area we chose to take everyone. And we're like, oh, we never do Brasswood in between. We always forget. We always forget. 
Ross would just play in sports. We sat up at the bar. Even there. good music. And they Margaritas were on point. They have an amazing chef and bartenders. So we all got, well, Brie and I got spicy margaritas. And well, Brie's not doing spicy anymore. I got spicy. Yeah. But and we always ask half the alcohol so you can enjoy more. Brie and I are just lightweights when it comes to hard alcohol. Their food. Oh my gosh. All the food was amazing. And it was a lot of fun. That was a good vibe. It was an amazing weekend. We I always, would read it in a heartbeat. I would too. And I just loved seeing JJ, but JJ and with the boys, can you please tell everyone? J- so we'd always make sure that we'd get family time. JJ wanted to hang out with the family before wine tasting and after when Buddy would see Uncle JJ. Oh my gosh. It was game on for Buddy. Brie, I think you're going to have to post the video on the Bella's podcast IG because I have never seen a little baby play this hard with their uncle. I mean, he would tackle him. They were sprinting around, but Buddy was like, it was like his WrestleMania match. I mean, I felt like I was watching WrestleMania. Yeah. I I couldn't believe what I was watching. He's wild. And Buddy is a mimicker. And so if Jay would do this big move or raw or sprint, but he would do it exactly. Yeah. Like JJ would kept doing this grunt. He'd get on all fours and go. Oh, wow. That's what he'd do, right? He would do it. And then Buddy would mimic him. And I'm like watching like, wow. But how Buddy would sprint and tackle him. I mean, and now my baby, Mateo, is very, very shy. He only wants mama and dad. He's like, crazy will be the only person that he will show love to, but no one else. No one else. I get French kisses. He gets French kisses. But no one else at all. Um, but he was hiding. Yeah. He goes, he was like, I, don't I don't know, know who what... that Uncle JJ is. <laughs> yeah. I don't like him. I don't want to do it. He, he loves does. him, but he, he was he a little terrified. Him. But when JJ gets really amped up, Mateo gets then scared of Uncle JJ. He loves he loves when Uncle JJ does that. Yeah. Mateo will sit with him very calmly and just and just do that. Like, but then like, when things get loud, he's like, I'm out of here. I mean, even Birdie runs from JJ. Oh, yeah. Like it's hilarious. Birdie but and Mateo, I, I say it all the time. They're, they're so, so much alike. But Buddy, he's wild. He's my little Mowgli boy. I have to say I've been enjoying, well, not all the time, but majority of the time. I'm getting to experience the tantrums, you know, and Buddy's I think tantrums? what's well and, and Mateo, but at this age, right? They're 18 months now. I think it's so funny when they walk and he does a slow walk and his body goes like, like, how do I describe that? I mean, Buddy takes a back As bump if his and buddy, rolls or, around. Yeah, his like Mateo's body's like giving starting up. to give up He's and it's just that, like, oh, and the head's going back and forth. And he literally will do the slow walk where he finally makes it to the floor for like a good, you know, few feet. Right. Well, you know, Birdie used so to just lay on the floor so quiet. Yeah. Remember, she'd just be quiet laying on the floor and it's like, okay. It's fine. Now Mateo gets that way and then he'll just lay and he reminds me a lot of Birdie. He just like will lay there upset, but he stares at the air. She would, you yeah. know, put her head down. Yeah, I'm not like a look noise. Up. Yeah. Buddy is so loud. I mean, oh, Buddy's Buddy loud. gets angry. Bree and I walked the boys. We came back for one of the wine tastings. And we're like, look, we need to take the boys to the park and the dogs. So we were out there playing and Buddy wanted to walk a certain way. And then we all had to go back and oh. Gosh. He's like kicking her, like He's trying to pinch my face. Yeah. I gouge me. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> what a life, Brie. Can we please say how much alcohol I needed to watch this past episode of The Real Dirty Dancing? You or me, girl? No, actually, oh, I love gosh. watching it sober and I love taking it all in. Well, me too. But after I saw my scene with Tyler Cameron, I'm okay. like, um, that was can I so... get a shot of tequila, please? That was so uncomfortable. So can I get full For details you? about that and your husband? Okay, so th- let me tell you. So this is a competition show. So you, you know, we constantly have these challenges. And can I tell you all, we didn't know the challenges until you're like standing there and they tell you and my heart dropped every time. And also the Tyler one, no one else was watching, right? Well, besides everyone filming, but yeah, no one else. But meaning the contestants. And I didn't know how it was going to be. Now, like you have seen on the show, we have to reenact these scenes. Yeah. I didn't know then that scene was going to end up being a competition. So we had to do the acting scene. So oh your scripts and you're like, okay, reading the lines and you're like, have to do the scene, which it's a very, it's where she like pretty much loses her virginity in that scene. She does lose her virginity in that scene. It's a very intimate scene. Wow. That'd be hard for so me. So we do the scene. But then all of a sudden, like now the competition is each girl will come in by themselves. There was they didn't weren't going to tell us the order. We had to wait outside and you had to, I don't know, show your chemistry or whatever. I remember when they told us I my heart dropped and I go, what am I going to do now? I went second. I think I can't remember. 
I literally, when I walked in, I'm like so embarrassed even. I'm like, cause my biggest thing that they were telling me is that I just didn't have that last wall broken down. You could still tell I was nervous and like, it was hard for me to stare anyone in the eyes if I danced with you. So they said my eye contact needed to be better and like, whatever. So, which I, by the way, find that so cute and charming of you. Like, and it just shows who you are as a woman, um, a wife. I don't know. I just, I really, I, I like that you come when you watch you, you root for you really hard, but you're also like, oh, yeah, I'm like definitely the adorable one, not like the sexy one. No, it's, but it's good to be adorable. (laughs) But then like, I just go in there and I, I do my thing, which when I watch back, I was like, Dying laughing. I, my and I think because so after red. Tyler did the podcast, and now I feel like I know Tyler. So to see you both was it's, like, yeah. Oh my god! Now I was did, like, I can't kind of, look. Did you get like brother sister vibes, or would you? No, know? actually, it was very sexy. Oh, okay, but, I didn't get brother sister. But then vibes when I watch all. back and I see how hilarious like Lonnie was, and then Angela, woo, she was a little sex pot, and then even like how different Cat was. I can see how it was hard for his decision. Like, who do I pick? Right. I mean, Brian, he's so great, but I feel like Antonio and I, we killed it in our dance. I feel like we had the best dance you killed out it. of and that episode. You guys did. I love you and Antonio together. Like, I, I think you guys are the perfect pairing. I will say I'm really sad that Lonnie and Howie got cut. Lonnie brought such a light to the show and Howie like... I don't know about you and you may think different, but I don't like these cuts. I especially because it's not a lot of you and you're attached to people. But like, I really too like Tyler and Lonnie together. And I'm like, oh, that like bummed me out. They were so like she brought something out in him. I know. You know what I mean? And then Angela and Howie were just so cute. And I think because they're so little, it was just like like, perfect. Right. Yeah. But Lonnie to me, like. She just cracks me up. She makes me laugh out loud. So now she I'm made like, me laugh oh, the bummed. whole time. I will say I agree with you. On and- first episode when she goes, yeah, can we have the remix? When they yeah. just grabbed you guys and did, can we get this a movie and a remix? For- yeah. I mean, everything she says, I was laughing out loud. I love Lonnie. Yeah, she's hilarious. But I have to say when they got cut, there was it was so awkward. We knew the big presence that was going to be missing was Howie and Lonnie. And I feel like you, I feel like all of us couples should have fought all the way to the end. And then at the end, someone, right. you know, you get picked, but I'm not going to give any more way. No, um, you can't. Don't. You got to keep watching. Brie. Yeah. But Antonio and I were like, well, you guys better win. Well, we'll see. I but mean, that Corbin blue. Right? He's something special. I knew Kat was going to keep him. I'm like, how do you not? How do-? He is like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, how he dances, his facials, his presence. And he's a really good looking guy. Yeah. And his story is so awesome. That's your competition right there. I feel like before Antonio comes on, why don't we play a little fun game? Especially all we've been talking about is how much buzzing we've been doing this last weekend. So I say buzzing with the Bellas before Antonio comes on. Yeah, we got a Super Bowl game this weekend. I mean, the Bellas have to have their own Super Bowl, right? Oh, is that what this is? Let's do it. Big championship match. Me. Let's all see. All right. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code 
podcast 24 for 20% off at texaspeed.com. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy. You know the calorie intake. And there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Well, I figure because of how our weekend was, and I feel like we're still buzzing. Oh, no. You want to play a drinking game? Buzzing with it. the Bellas? I love that. All right. Well, let's bring it on. Should I fill me up? Well, yeah, for sure. Take a drink if your phone screen is cracked. Oh, gosh. I have to take a drink. People have to take a drink. Mm-hmm. Take a drink if you know what happens when you say, Miska Muska, Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh yes. gosh. I heard that this morning. Nicole, what is it? What do you mean? When they say Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. That means the clubhouse is starting. Didn't they do the intro dun, into dun. the clubhouse, but not but oh, also, Toodles? Or is that when they introduce yeah. Toodles? Or, yeah. But I thought he goes, oh, Toodles. That's when he calls them, but when they get the tool. Oh, they get the tool. Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. That's right. Take a drink if you've done something petty to your sister in the past week. Oh, I feel like you should um, drink. Can you chug? I think you need to finish oh, that Oh, really? Bottle. What did I do petty to you? I, you give me judgy eyes. You make backhanded compliments and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. No. Yeah. So you just drink for being petty to me Artem's right now. side and not mine. I'm not drinking. Nicole mm. is. Yep. You just drank for being petty to me right now. <gasps> you have to drink. Next question. Wow. Take a drink if you were ever called to the principal's office. Oh, gosh. Yes. You know, those spaghetti straps really got me in middle school. It was so unfair. Mine is because I kicked Nikki's desk down when no, she was no, no. sitting it during class. I literally got into my desk. I was ready to learn. Seventh grade. And this is why they never let Brie and I be in a class. Brie literally kicked my desk over. And the teacher was so upset and people didn't realize that Brie actually shoved me on her desk before that, where I broke her glasses. So then she put on her glasses to discipline Brie and 
remember they were broken on her yeah, face. Yeah, and I she's like, so what bad. happened? And I'm like, oh, gosh. She deserved the principal's office that time. But I have to say it was all in fun. Take a drink. If you've ever signed your sister's name when someone asked you for an autograph. Oh, I'm drinking. We both have done that. <laughs> just save time. Sometimes it's like harder to correct someone that I'm not Brie. How about you just take a sip? Take a drink if you've accidentally sent a sexy text to the wrong person. Gosh, I feel like I have done that many times in my single days. Okay, so I used to send naked pics way back in the day. Don't worry, I haven't done it in like over 10 years. BBM, I I mean, that shows you how long. I blame you. Good thing you're gone. Thank God it was to my best friend, Katie, but it was boobies on a couch. Oh my gosh. And she, all of a sudden I get a response back. I go, what is she texting me? And she goes, whoa, looking good. And I died. Even being a best friend, I Wait, died. Boobies on the couch. You're just like sitting on the couch. I was like chilling. And I was sending to the guy who's saying the time, like, like, Hey, what's up or something. How's wow. it hanging? I don't know. I did How's it something hanging? funny. I hope well, you didn't write that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I probably wrote something really corny that dealt with naked boobies. I'm sure. Oh gosh. Take a drink. If you've never seen a star Wars movie. Oh, I have. I've seen all of them. I'm with Artem. He's a massive fan. Yeah. Take a drink if you've ever called your sister because you ran out of toilet paper. So I don't think we ever, we shouldn't drink. We call each other when we're going to the bathroom for some reason, but never for toilet paper. It's usually to describe what's You're happening right. on the toilet. Oh, gosh. Which I feel like you should. Take oh, a- right. Take a drink if you've ever jumped in a pool fully dressed. Okay, Brie, down the bottle. I will. I mean, a lot of times I take my clothes off before I jump in, but I have kept my clothes on. She has. Oh, my gosh. I mean, one time I'll never forget when we were in a hotel, all of a sudden I get a knock at the door from hotel security because they found my sister swimming in the pool with her clothes on. I wanted to take a dip. What can I say? Take a drink if you've ever missed a connecting flight on a layover. Oh, yes. I have. Which one was yours? Mine was when I was living in New York. Oh, and I was, we were having drinks with bar and all of a sudden it was like last call and we we're sprinting and they had shut the door, but the plane was still there. They're like, sorry. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like no one can hear in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever missed a layover. Good for you. Usually just miss flights. Yeah. But not a layover. Take a drink. If you've been chased by a wild animal. Hell yeah. We need to chug that bottle. Those gorillas. Oh my the gosh. Monkeys. monkeys. Not I thought thank we were, God it wasn't a gorilla. gorilla. I literally thought we were going to die. So Brie and I are getting bombarded by spider monkeys. They're all over us. Cute. And then we both kind of got the chills. No, no, no. And hurt. no, I no. Did. But wait, no, we both got chills and things got quiet. And then Brie looks over and goes, what is that? It was this orangutan. No. Are you sure they're orangutan? Um, yes. But whatever. With his what's big with the claws. Nails? Oh, yeah. Orangutan slowly coming through. And the lady goes, literally the park ranger, whatever you want to call her tells us to run. So I feel bad. I am tossing spider monkeys off me. I am sprinting. And then Brie and I are sprinting so fast to get away from this monkey that by the way, had took someone's arm off the week before that. They tell us when the zookeeper's arm off, I go to grab the gate, the fence to get out electric electric. So I'm getting electrocuted stuck. And I'm about, I feel bad because we like, I mean, we just sprinted. I mean, I'm in tight jeans and Doc Martens and I <laughs> sprinted so fast. So I deserved because I guess I outbeat everyone to get electrocuted. So then we make it out without this monkey tackling us, which I don't know how. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy because that monkey just took someone's arm off last week. I'm like, you joking me? She was like, thought- they were in the, it was in its cage. Yeah. She goes, I thought they told me he was in his cage. Oh, well, next time, can we make sure? Now you know how accidents happen. Right. And we could have been that. Good thing we were fast (laughs) and out of there. All right. Next question. (laughs) Last one. Take a drink. If you remember your AOL instant messenger username. Mine was the best. Mexi444. Okay. So mine was Pink Diamond. And I have to explain this. So when you got to think of your name, I was like, oh, my God, I love Marilyn Monroe. And she represents Pink Diamond, our girl's best friend. So I'm going to do Pink Diamond. So I do Pink Diamond thinking that. Right. So I go to school and everyone's like, oh my gosh, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what's the big deal? And then they're like, I can't believe you did your AOL name after your vagina. And I go, what? Like pink diamond, really? (laughs) So forever, I had the vagina screen name and I didn't even mean to do that. And for 
so long, all the, cause I was a freshman, all the seniors were like, Oh, there's pink diamond. And I'm like, gosh, but I understand why you didn't think pink diamond was your vagina. <laughs> wow. So. Maxine pink diamond. There you go. There we go. He was a San Diego charger for 16 years. One of the best, of course, also in fantasy football. I think he won a lot of us fantasy football seasons. He made the pro bowl eight times. He's just totally iconic. And now he's Bree's dancing partner on the real dirty dancing. Lucky you, by the way, big time. So I say we just bring on the one and only Sam. We're really lucky. We are. Antonio Gates. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, Mm -hmm. everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. 
Antonio, it feels like it's been forever. I know, right? But yeah, so fast, right? Right. And I have to say, I don't know how you feel, but I am really proud of us from the first episode. I I mean, we did our thing. I mean, we said we had to bring our uh, abilities to the floor because we had no dancing background. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It looked good, though. I mean, you did amazing. I mean, I can't. I mean, obviously, you were a big part of why we, (laughs) you know, (laughs) even on the show, probably. So, (laughs) no, I. You too. I mean, I feel like with you and I, Antonio, there's so much growth. I'll say watching the dance back last week, I was really proud of us. You guys killed it. Yeah. And first of all, you look amazing together. And what she and I always said, right, Antonio? You, you guys yeah. looked amazing together. And when they were announcing the cast, I mean, you even saw on Twitter, but everyone's like, they better put Antonio Gates and Brie Bella together. It was magic. It was magic. And you ha- wait, I'm excited for everyone to see our dance. I was really proud of that dance. And I think, too, one thing, and you tell me, Antonio, it was hard for me to open up at first. Like, it's uncomfortable. It's really hard. And Antonio, when they're making you and I look deep into each other's eyes, right? Yeah, it was hard. I think both of us kind of understood, like, just being professionals about what we were doing, our craft, for the most part. But um, I think the competitive spirit came out, more importantly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's really what it came out to. I'm excited because we were always going through rehearsal and we didn't really feel good. You know how they were like, you did good. And we were like, uh, no, that ain't good. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and let me tell you this too. I was not aware of like all the things you had done. I mean, I get so many calls now from San Diego, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, you know what I mean? Little girls that I know, my friends, you know, they daughters. I, I mean, you two are just, to me, epitomizes what it's like to be a, a successful sisterhood, a successful, you know, from San Diego. So it's just, I, you, you, I had no idea. I just see this pretty girl coming into the set. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate it. And, I, you know, that experience, I would never forget. Oh, oh either would gosh. I. That's amazing. And Antonio, you know that if you had me, Nikki, well. We would have done really, really well. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm the better okay. half of the Bellas, so. Oh, yeah. my gosh. No way. He would have probably left if he had you. <laughs> okay, but I do feel like it is Super Bowl Sunday this Sunday. Yeah. And I I mean, we have the one icon of the himself, one of the greatest. One of the greatest. Antonio so, Antonio, I feel like if I don't ask you some football questions, I'm just not. Cheating everyone. Yes, cheating right. the world right now. So, you have retired from the Chargers in 2020, what do you love about being retired besides dancing with Brie Bella? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's just the, all the hard work you put in and the sacrifices you made throughout. I played 16 years. So I think the peace of mind, probably to see your footsteps and how far you come, not only as a player, but as a human being, as a father, compared to when you first started. I can remember my first day like it was yesterday, 2003. And just to see where I'm at now from a moral standpoint, from a peace standpoint, I think that's how I know it was time for me to retire. I remember coming to the league and then I got to a point where guys were coming in and they kept giving me these nicknames like OG, old school. And I was like, you know what? It's time time for me to get out. You know what I'm saying? So kudos, kudos to like Tom Brady who played till he was like 44. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like 38 years old and I was like close to the mom's age. And I was just like, wait a minute. This is, this is, you know, (laughs) it's coming to an end. I'm on third base on my way home. Oh, I love that. Well, you know, I mean, you did, you had such an incredible journey in the NFL. And what do you feel like was different about your road to the NFL than any other player? Because I feel like everyone looks up to you, the new players, the players that were there with you. Like, I feel like you were always the person everyone aspired to be. So how do you feel like your journey was different? You know, I think the range, I think, you know, most guys don't experience the range. What I mean by that is just the idea of, I came in as a free agent. I wasn't a draft pick. I wasn't a silver spoon player and I worked consistently to get to a point where I was on the billboard. I was on the cover of the franchise. So from that perspective, I think that range allows me to be different. I was in a pro bowl, but yet I had a correlation and relationship to guys who was trying to make the team and vice versa. You know, some guys don't ever experience that idea of that thought process of every single day you got a chance of being cut. Uh, that's a whole different dynamic in terms of trying to be successful. And then some guys never experienced that pressure on being the highest paid player in the league and that pressure of being able to produce. 
And, you know, so that range, I've been able to always relate to guys from all levels, all walks of life for the most part, because either you become a draft pick and you have that pressure or you're a free agent and you have a different kind of pressure. I experience a little bit of everything and I'm able to communicate with these guys. Hey, if you're a free agent, this is what I did. If you're a franchise player, this is how I carried myself when I became the franchise player. And I think uh, to me, that gives you inspiration that you can come from the bottom, essentially, and make it to the top, no matter where you're from, whether or not you're drafted or not. And I think that's what players probably admire about me the most. Gosh, wow. I mean, it is inspiring and full body chills. And I have to say, too, mm-hmm. you know, being your partner at the Real Dirty Dancing and you and I have to you know, practice, gosh, I don't know, 10 plus hours a day. The one thing I really loved about you is the way you would build me up. And like you and I would get really frustrated because we're like, all right, how as athletes can we not figure out this like dance move? You would say certain words to me or you just motivated me. And like all of a sudden I was like, wait, I can do it. We were talking and you were telling me how you knew on the Chargers to talk to each player different, which made you a team leader. You got to tell our listeners like your thought process and how you went in just to being able to help each guy individually on the team. I think it started by identifying who I'm dealing with first and foremost. Like I give you an example, I, I take like a child that comes from a single parent home as opposed to a, a you know what I mean, a, a traditional family. They can be dealing with different issues. And that's what I mean about the range. Some guys can't even relate to a person that comes from a single parent home. I had mom and dad in the house initially. And then I got to a point where just mom was in the house. You know, I experienced a little bit of both. Are you the only child, right? Are you the oldest? Are you the youngest? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was the oldest, essentially. Uh, so I know what it's like to have a son. I know what it's like to have a baby boy. My little brother was totally different than me, totally irresponsible. So I knew how to get him. I, my whole idea is to try to maximize your ability based on what I, the content that you're giving me in terms of feedback. That was just a gift, I, I want to say, <laughs> you know, for the most part, because I never planned on being in that position. I never dreamed of it. It was just, I mean, God's will trumps anything you got going on in your life. So that's just how I use it. I mean, I did with you, Bree. I was just like, okay, you know, Bree is a competitor. I know that she's the pinnacle of her sport. She knows what it's like to compete. So let me find a way to motivate her in terms of saying, let's not lose. Hey, when I said I, that, you should have seen you was doing flips and cartwheels. Yeah, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, with your help. Yeah. <laughs> I find you so inspirational and I think, and you're so relatable. And when I hear you talk, like all I could think in my head is like, this would make the best head coach ever. Oh, Have you yeah. ever thought about being a head coach of an NFL team? Uh, never, never thought of it just because <laughs> I have, <laughs> I just know. And I, like I said, I got a ton of respect for those coaches. They put in so much work mm-hmm. and I think I can relate in terms of a player and how much I had to be in those meetings and do extra. Because the one thing about it is that when you plan to just be a part of something, you know, you do like the bare minimum. Uh, you know, I was at one point trying to be the best in the world. Uh, so you go over and, you know, above and beyond, and, you know, and like, like a lot of people see just the surface. They don't really see underneath the surface. So I know what those coaches and the work and the amount of work they put in and how much time they're away from their families. Shoot, man, it, it'll be a, a difficult task <laughs> considering I played at a high level and did it that way playing. You know, most of these coaches are just, you know, they still have that chip on their shoulder because they didn't play maybe and they didn't succeed in the, in the National Football League. So they go out and they try to become more involved in, in, in the game of football. Me, I was putting in so much work, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. after practice. Guys were going home. I was afraid of failure, if you will. You know what I mean? Because I was at the top and I was just always afraid of someone knocking me off that throne. So I put in so much work where I basically couldn't get it wrong. You know, some people do it to get it right. I was kind of in a position where I tried to do it where I couldn't get it wrong, if that makes sense. But oh, well. yeah, that does. I like that. But you mm-hmm. also, you help out with the Chargers to the state, don't you? You show up at the practices, help out the yeah. boys? Yeah, I'm more like an ambassador, so I'm involved a lot with the team, and I do things with the, you know, with the fans and the season ticket holders, and I just stay relevant. And I think, for the most part, that keeps the sanity going on, because you got to think, essentially, we've been institutionalized since I was 12. I've been in sports. So when you walk away from the game, you just can't just sit home. Uh, you know oh. what I mean? You got to kind of still involve yourself in things. And I think that's what I just tried to do over time, just stay active in the most part and just find still find peace along the way. But I'm just active in a way where I'm rooting, I'm cheering, I'm communicating, I'm socializing, but yet 
coaching is just like a whole different type of emphasis. I mean, in terms of how much time you have to kind of do anything other than just prepare to be the best in, in the world. Right. Well, and I mean, speaking of the best, you mm-hmm. were in the Pro Bowl eight times. So was that like a goal for you every year? No, it wasn't a goal. Essentially, it was more like uh, my goal was to try to treat every project like it was my first. And just so happened, I racked up Pro Bowls after Pro Bowls. When I came into the lead, I was like, what did I do my first year? How did I approach it my first year? And I think I did that so often where consistency ultimately gets you to that point. Every year, I wanted to show and prove myself that particular year. I didn't have nothing in mind. I was like, okay, this is a different year. Okay, I'm going to go vegan this year. I'm going to see, you know, you know, I found ways and mechanisms to motivate me every single year. Oh, okay, y'all saying I'm too old? Oh, I got y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. You're right. I'm, I'm going to show y'all, right? So, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, you're saying this young kid that's coming behind me better than me? Oh, okay, I'm going to use that for motivation this year too. Okay, yeah. So yeah. that was ultimately my reasons. And then ultimately you get to the Pro Bowl based on fan voting and your production. Wow. Gosh, that's pretty incredible. And we have to ask you, and I don't know if you're going to be at the Super Bowl this coming weekend, but um, you are. Okay, the okay, we're going to be, be there. there. So we yeah. all got to meet up. Antonio, yeah. I'm going to be really upset if you don't come and say hi to me. No, uh, or know. we go say hi to him. Yes. Either. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Have a little tequila together. No, I no, you you got to come say hi to your sister. You know, your sister, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I worked with her for two weeks. So, you know, your sister. She, oh, God. <laughs> honestly, oh, you yeah, got to come over to her. Butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Bengals versus the Rams. Who do you think is going to win and why? Mm, man. So I'm going to strategically answer this one because, you know, I'm a, I'm a charger for life. Yeah. So, you know, it's I don't know how much you all know about football. I, I like to think from an interior standpoint, those offensive line, defensive line guys, those are who win these type of games. Oh, yeah. And they both are pretty good on both sides. But I like to give the advantage to the Rams personally, just because they have guys on that defensive line that can change the game. You know, I want to go into detail because I'm a charger. So I, <laughs> you know what I mean? the fact that I actually think the Rams going to win is uh, yeah. already enough. Right. Because we both in L.A. Right. But the idea is I just I like the idea of what they can do from the defensive line standpoint. And it just disrupts so much stuff going on. I, I like to give them. And plus, they've already been there. You know how that goes. Yeah. You've been there. You've experienced it. You've kind of you've taken your bumps and bruises. I think they got the better quarterback. Uh, and I think they got the better defensive line. To me, that gives them more of an advantage. I agree. Right. I mean, it is yeah. true what they say. Offense wins games, but defense wins championships. Championships, oh. exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No? no bad for offense. I always have. Oh, whatever. We decided who we think is going to win Super Bowl. But Antonio, I have to ask. Everyone has seen now two episodes of The Real Dirty Dancing. Who do you think is our biggest competition? And I, I think Corbin and Kat, I, you know. Corbin's awesome. I know Corbin is, uh, I, I can tell you the story. We seen Corbin dance for the first time when we was all on set and we were like trying to figure out who was going to be Johnny. And mm-hmm. between me and you, I was just kind of saying, we got to beat this dude first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because he's so good. And we all kind of huddled up and we were just like, man, this dude is like really, really good. I think my competitive spirit, and he probably don't know this, I actually told him, but I started copying everything he was doing. Because my ability to adapt was what made me a good athlete. That's what made me a good athlete. That's what made all of us good athletes. Yeah. Right? It's the ability to adapt. It's like, baby, I'm able to see what he can do well. And I'm trying to apply it to what God gave me that I can do well. And I'm like, I'm going to add that. I'm going to take this off and I'm going to add that. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. You never know with the voters and, and the people that's voting. Wow. Ability to adapt. I'm going to like use that's that good. now. That's really good. And that's mm. so smart. I wish when I did dance in the stars, I wish I actually took that because being an athlete my whole life, I was having a hard time finding my graceful side. I just wanted to lead and be more aggressive. And they were like, okay, she needs to find some grace. And I'm like, well, it's in there somewhere. Well, it sounds a little bit like how I was. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, you're doing that dirty dancing. You just got to move those hips. I know. Well, and that's what Antonio knows. My biggest competition, I felt like, was Angela because she moves her hips so good. And we're both Latin. I'm like, dang, I need to move my hips like that. She just went for it. You were holding back. She went for it. But I open up. Everyone's going to see. I open up. Don't I, Antonio? 
You do. And what we did too, Bree, what they do well is what they do well. And that's kind of like what I talked to when I talked to my, I kind of use my leadership, coaching, football background with your wrestling background. What we do well, we need to bring to the floor. It's like me catching a pass and everybody's like, wow, he caught that pass. But that's just natural for me. We were trying to do what they were doing. And we like, ah, let's do what we do. Bree, you pretty flexible and you can do certain things and you can, you didn't came off top ropes and all that stuff. Let's make them say why. Let's yeah. some of that in our dance. And I think that's where you start seeing throughout the episodes, we got more comfortable because we just said, let's just be Bree and Antonio. Yeah. Let's not be Kat Corbett. Let's not be, you know, Angela and Ty. Let's be Bree and Antonio. Let's Bree who we are. Let's bring what we bring to the table, to the table and let, let the cars fall where they fall. And I think yeah. that's what we you will start seeing what happens. You can see us getting more comfortable because we were like, okay, let's be a football player and a wrestler. Simple. Totally. Exactly. You know I mean? and I even, for me, exactly. even watching even the first episode, you saw you guys have that strength that no one you else do. has. You bring, you guys have the muscle. For what sure. happens when the NFL and the WWE collide? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, Antonio, we love to always end our episodes with a little inspiration and affirmation. Is there a certain quote that you live by or or something that just, you know, a saying that inspires you? I mean, I'm more like, you know, never give up. I got a ton of them. Just not being morally weak. I'm not talking about physically weak, but just morally weak. It's just about doing the right thing. And I'm not religious in no fashion, but I'm more spiritual. Energy, I'm big on energy, I'm big on, that's wrong, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's not the right, something about that don't feel right. So uh, we live on that creed, and we've always lived on that creed since I've been playing. And I think that's why I've always been in a position where I've been, and God's always pretty much blessed me and my kids because I live by a certain creed in terms of that's right and wrong. Regardless of what you believe, how you see it, it's either just right or wrong. It doesn't really matter. That's me. Everybody got their own beliefs, whatever. But I live off of that in terms of my life and my structure. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I love, love that. that. I think that's actually, that's really great advice because that does help you make some really great decisions. I definitely agree. It definitely gives you a life worth living. So when you have that mindset. Oh, Antonio, I'm so grateful that you came on the podcast. And I just have to thank you for all of my wins in fantasy football. (laughs) Yeah, I got cash out. Yeah, Yeah. I I owe you a lot. Let me tell you. Well, I couldn't have done it without you. Well, Antonio loves really nice tequila. So when we see him at Super Bowl, we'll make sure. I know exactly which one you like. Okay, Brie, you love me now. So we'll do Well, I miss you, Antonio. And it's been so fun to watch us back on the Real Dirty Dancing. Nice talking to you both. Thank you so much, Antonio, for coming on. It was honestly a pleasure to not only be your dance partner, but now to have you as a friend. So I feel pretty blessed. And I get to be a friend. Well, we'll see. Uh, Come Super Bowl. I'm going to be his best friend. We'll see if he likes you. (laughs) He better. And also, everyone, remember to watch them every Tuesday night on Fox 9, 8 Central. As well as you can't forget to watch me to be a judge with Simon Cowell, Travis Pastrana, and Terry Crews as our host for AGT Extreme, which premieres Monday, February 21st, 8, 7 Central. It's going to be two hours every week, only on NBC. Ooh, and then also we love when you support the show. So make sure to share the show, tell your friends, repost the clips on IG, like, do it all. Right. Well, and you have to make sure to follow the Bella's Podcast IG because Bree and I go live every Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. And we never miss a Friday. Yeah. So subscribe to our show because you will not regret it. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope you all have an amazing rest of the week. And until next week, what do you think, Bree? Buzz. Be buzzing. Oh, my gosh. No? Have a very safe Super Bowl, everyone. Until next week, we will see you. <laughs> Bye.